Welcome to the Claussen Heating and Air Conditioning Podcast. A look at some of the biggest challenges homeowners face when trying to keep their homes comfortable and how Claussen uses their experience, expertise, and problem-solving skills to connect people to comfort. If you have a specific question about your home, call 503-618-9646 or go to ClaussenHeating.com. Now with the General Manager of Claussen Heating and Air Conditioning, here's your host, Luke Anderson. Hello and welcome into the newest episode of the Clausen Heating and Cooling Podcast. Uh, very happy to be joined, as always, by Tim Earle, the general manager. Tim, you brought a friend along. Uh, you want to introduce me to this young man? I here? did. I did. I brought our service manager, uh, Brent Johnson, along, and uh, I thought he'd be a great addition to today's show to, to talk about our subject of service and how we do that. Fantastic. Uh, Brent, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. It's my pleasure. So um, we've talked about uh, new systems in a couple different capacities, air quality. We've talked about zoning. We've talked about variable speed. Mm -hmm. Today, we're going to talk about service. So anybody out there that has an existing system has probably at one point either made a call or thought about making a call because it's not quite working right. So let's, let's start there. What's the big expectation when I make a call? I may not even know what I have as far as equipment goes. I just know that it's not working like it did the day before. It's hot. It's too cold. Whatever it is, I make a service call. What should the expectation be? Your expectation is that you you want to be comfortable. You you paid for equipment. You want to you want it to be up and running. Um, and that's why we're here to provide that service. And it's it's whether I've worked with Klaus and heating and cooling or or another provider or it's a new home and and maybe I don't even know what I have. Um, so when, when I make the phone call, you guys are coming out. Sometimes it's kind of discovery for you, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's really what they specialize in doing is. And I was going to say, you know, when you started this, a, a thought flashed in my head. Sometimes our customers get confused between service and maintenance. And what I mean by that is they will call and say, hey, I need maintenance on my system. And okay, no problem. We'll get that set up. And then we find out, oh, no, no, your system isn't working. You don't need maintenance. We can't maintain something that isn't working. You actually need service. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I thought they were the same thing. So a lot of times it's us explaining, wait, one is one is one and one is the other. And then we set expectation to that. Well, but you also probably get customers going, I'm not in the market for a new system. So Mm -hmm. that's why they say maintenance, because they want you to come. And fix what they have. Don't try to sell me something new. I think there's some apprehension there because there's a, a much larger cost involved when yeah. you're replacing versus repairing. Yeah. Is that fair? Absolutely. Okay. So how do you set the expectation for the customer even before you arrive? But, um, yeah, I, I think it starts with our training of our CSRs. Because okay. th- they're the first people. And that's your customer service. Yeah, reps. customer service reps. Thank you. Thank you for clearing up that acronym. <laughs> no I was problem. too acronym heavy there. <laughs> yeah, if you go. Yeah, customer service <laughs> representatives. I think that's where we set the expectation. Is is they kind of feel that call, discern. Okay, are, is the customer needing maintenance or service? And then they set. You know what we're going to do. The time frame. Who's coming out? And what is the expectation today? They talk about the whole diagnostic feature. They're going to come out and take a predetermined amount of time to find out what is wrong. And then these guys take it from there. So, Yeah. How often do you run into the, the, the mindset in a customer where 
I know what you need to do. Can you just do this versus, well, what I really need to do is I need to do a full overview of what's going on here, kind of lay the land. Are you ever, do you ever find yourself fighting against the homeowners? In most cases, the homeowners know what they, what they, what they need. Um, you can, you, you can usually, once, once you're in the home, you you have a conversation, they can give you, give you a feel of what's, what's going on and kind of lead you down that path. They're not always correct, but, um, in most cases they know, they know their equipment and they know when it, when it's running right and when it's, when it's not. Okay. And, and you come out and you know, how many, how many times can you do the one call repair where you're doing the diagnostic and you're doing the service or the maintenance, whichever it is, right there on that one call? Um, based on the time of the year and what, what's actually going on with the, with the equipment, uh, in most cases, I can, we, we pretty generally get them up and running that day. Okay. Excellent. Um, we might have to return to, to, to perform a maintenance to, to get it up to uh, manufacturer specs, but in most cases, we can we usually get them up and running and, and get them signed up on, a, on our cap plan and, and move on. And Clausen's is a train comfort specialist, so you use train equipment. Yeah. Um, if I call and I've got, I don't know, any other brand, I don't, I don't know all of them off the top of my yeah. head. I think I have yeah. Goodman at my house. Mm-hmm. But if we call... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, it works well enough yes. for now. Um, but if somebody, uh, if somebody calls with equipment that isn't mm-hmm. necessarily trained, you guys can still... Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we, you know, we service anything. Um, when it gets down to, okay, we don't want this anymore or the price of the repair is just too, too much of an expense. And there is a, there is a formula and a theory to that and they want to get into new equipment. Then that's when we'll tell them, okay, we do only install train at that point, but we'll service anything. Okay. And and how do those conversations normally go when it becomes a, I'm sorry, Mr. Homeowner, Ms. Homeowner. Uh, this is a little beyond repair. Yeah, I, and, and Brent can speak to this. Uh, we, we don't really do it that way. Like, what we try not to do is tell them what we feel. We will give them our opinion, but we set it up in such a way that we like to consult more than give an opinion. So we will we will present the facts to the customer, whether that's age-related or repair-related, and say, you know, that's kind of what you have. And usually, wouldn't you agree, we wait for that opening. We wait for the opening, and it's it's always their decision on mm-hmm. whether they want to go ahead and continue with the repair or move on and think about other other options, as whether that's replacement or or what have you. Yeah. And if you're looking at a, an, a piece of equipment and you're going, well... I can repair it, but it's only going to last. It's in, so long. In some cases, it's just a band aid. Yeah, yeah. which is extending the life, and and it's according to what the homeowner's financial situation is, if that's what they want to do, then we're happy to to repair it. And sometimes we'll have to come back. <laughs> yes, I can repair that for you, but <laughs> I'm going to see you in three weeks. Yeah. So yeah. there are very few instances where we will, and they do occur, where we will really press home. This is really not a good idea, but we'll do what you want. But those are rare. Like okay. like Brent said, we're, we feel that the best way to treat our customers is to give them the facts mm-hmm. and 
share our opinion. That's what they, part of what they pay for and let them decide or help them decide. But we don't strong arm it one way or another. We don't feel that that's correct. When's the best time to make a, a service call or, or a general diagnostic call? So we're running into the next week's going to be very hot. I know for a fact that is not the best time to call is when the uh, mercury really starts to rise. So when is the best time to call? I mean, should a homeowner plan on making a call in in the spring, in the fall, uh, once a year, every six months? If if they start to hear noises, um, they have uneven uneven temperatures, um, the system's just not currently running as as they remember it. Yeah. Um, it's not satisfying the thermostat. Um, yeah, that's go ahead a good one. Give us a reach. So when you say satisfying the thermostat, that means I'm setting the temperature but we're never quite It's just there. running. Yeah. It's just continuously running. I hear the I hear the blower running. It's just there's no hot air coming out. There's no cold air coming out. Yeah. Easier for you if we we choose a time where maybe the system doesn't really need to be you know run all the time. So if like let's say I I put on my calendar middle of March every year I'm going to make a phone call or something like that. Does that help you guys a considerable amount? Well, it, the temperature plays a factor into it too. It's hard to diagnose something when the ambient temperature is 40 degrees out. I can't, yes, it's blowing cold air now, but sure. Right. Oh, I guess that makes sense. It too. won't, yeah. it won't keep up when it's 90 degrees. So right. you kind of do need it to be at least moving in the direction. Ideal of the conditions. Problem. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. I think if we could say to a customer, ideally, yeah, Get on our maintenance plan, our CAP program, so that we can see what's going on, address issues when it's not critical. In other words, the equipment's running, but let's make, it's just like if you buy a car, you just don't drive it all year long. You don't not put oil in it or change the the filter. You, you, You do that so that, you know, four or five years, six years into the car, it's still running well it works when you need it to yeah and that's that's what we try to communicate not everybody does that we typically live in a very reactive uh, climate with customers and we're trying always to educate proactiveness sure well you mentioned the cars as an analogy Mm -hmm. new cars tell you when they're ready for maintenance yeah yeah. Does the same thing happen with your newer system? Uh, no, they don't tell you. I don't, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, the train thermostat does tell you when it's time for. Mm. Oh, how about that? Filter changes. Yeah. No, and diagnostics too. Yeah, that's true. Well, there that's you true. go. Yeah. How nice is that? Because I always think the old cars that here pull up next to you are like, doesn't that guy know he needs maintenance? I imagine it's probably very similar to that. Yeah. But if you get a new train system that can actually tell you, that seems like a, a huge convenience. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a great convenience. It will not only tell us when things are wrong, but it will tell us things like where is the set point? What is the customer doing with their thermostat that may even they may not even know they're doing? Or okay. what are they doing in terms of their own preventative maintenance like filter changes that may cause that system to not run correctly? That diagnostics tool allows us to go in and look at those uh, settings and the way it's performed and uh, on a graph to go, Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, this is going on. Oh, Hey, did you know that somebody turned up your temperature or down your temperature on your thermostat? Well, no, I didn't know that. Well, we can <laughs> you see realize that. the kids are sneaking out and turning down or yeah. turning up the temperature every yeah. night after they go to bed. Exactly. And sometimes like we're able to help people without even having to roll a truck out to their house, which is really a benefit for the homeowner 
as well as it's efficient for us. So we can kind of diagnose those things and say, hey, we kind of see something. Try this. So we actually had a, a story with that uh, with, yeah. with Jason Sukanik. Yeah. Big yeah, great on our station. Great example. Yeah. He mentioned that, that uh, he woke up and the house was freezing this winter. Yeah. Tell me how that yeah, story we went. Actually, he called you, right? Yeah. He called, he called me <laughs> in a panic. Yeah, he, knows the, he knows the main guy. Yeah. He makes the phone call to yourself. Yeah. It was a red alert on the text and, and he's, yeah, it's freezing in here. And so... Um, I'm like, well, uh, okay. And he goes, you probably can't get somebody out today. And it was, you know, it was day or as everybody was pretty landlocked with snow on the ground. And so, uh, Brent and I got on the phone and we pulled up diagnostics and, and actually Brent caught it. Brent goes, well, Hey, his static is really high, which measures, you know, resistance. Hey, maybe has he changed his filter? I don't know. Let me, Hey, Sue, have you changed your filter? I was supposed to do that. <laughs> yeah. So go to the filter. So we were able to guide him to the filter, pull it out, change it, pop it in, and texted me back like half hour later. Hey, it's starting to heat up like it should. Yeah. There you go. So that was caught by trained diagnostics being able to go in and look and say, oh, he's got a resistance in the system. First place we always look in that is is filter. the filter dirty. Yeah. And now if had it been a more complex problem, are you still able to kind of walk a homeowner through something if it's something beyond a filter change? See if there's a raccoon in the vent or <laughs> I guess that's probably somebody else's problem. Yeah. It depends on the homeowner. Um we, we can go back several days, sometimes weeks, and see if they have um, an alert. So sometimes they're critical alerts, sometimes they're, they're minor alerts, and they re- reset themselves after a certain, certain time. But uh, in most cases, we can, we can go back and see, hey, at 4 p.m., your system tripped out on a high pressure. You need to you need to do X okay. and then. Okay. So yeah, there's probably a lot of things that you can walk a homeowner through then. Absolutely. Very cool. Yeah. And, and with these new systems, I imagine, I mean, we talked about this with variable speed, Tim mm-hmm. is, is the variable speed motor is going to make the equipment last longer because it's not going from zero to 60 <laughs> every time it turns on. Right. I imagine these diagnostic programs make the, the lifespan of a new system exponentially longer than some of the old equipment. If it's well-maintained, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. I guess and the diagnostics themselves wouldn't do it, but yes, following the guidance of them certainly would, right? Following the guidance and, and general upkeep of your equipment will ensure that it's going to last the lifetime of the, of the system. Okay. Well, tell me a little bit more about the CAP program. That is another acronym. What does CAP stand for? Uh, that's our Customer Assurance Plus program. Okay. And really what that's for is uh, for consistent preventative maintenance it's that proactive approach to if you do this um, you can avoid that reactive situation when it's 90 and yep. it's not working the, the one day a year that yeah. you absolutely need it to work it works yeah right? and you just operate on on the understanding that a clean and a, a system will run more efficiently and longer than a dirty one sure well, that makes I mean, perfect sense. So yeah. how does the, the program work? Do you have to have your equipment installed by Clawson? Can you work with any equipment that is that is out there? Is this something that has we, to be We done? can work with any equipment. Okay. Yeah. Any equipment that we touch out there or see can, they can, that customer can be a CAP member. Um, when we sell new train systems, that CAP program comes with that, that system. So they're already they're already kind of in the club, so to speak. Uh, but any any 
customer we touch, regardless of the manufacturer, um, we invite them, promote to them the CAP program because we believe in preventative maintenance, even for you know mid-age uh, systems or older systems. If they do want to prolong that out as long as they possibly can before replacement, that's the way to do it. Well, and Brent, a lot cheaper to clean something and do a minor repair than do a complete overhaul, I imagine, right? Yeah, c- components are expensive. Yeah. So um, another thing to touch on is that most fan- manufacturers require a proof of maintenance for warranty purposes for warranty purposes makes sense so if we can proactively hit that find find that component that's that's a starting to fail or b is completely failed we can we can get to it we can get them we can get them back up and running get that customer comfortable any cost savings with the cap program yeah, uh, there's a lot. Of, I was going to say there's a lot of other benefits other than just making sure they get that pr- proactive preventative maintenance. So we try to make it a very value packed thing. And, and there are cost savings in terms of if a cat member does have to have a repair, then they get 15% off of that repair. So that in itself, in most cases, pays for the cap program and the maintenance is kind of icing on the cake you know we do things like priority service where hey you know we'll put you to the front of the line same day service meaning if a cap member calls in and they need service they're going to get served that day Um, now you know that means they jump to the front of the line and we have to put others off but then we invite those others that got put off. Well, you can be a cap member too. It just depends on if that's your priority. And, you know, there's a bunch of other benefits that we try to enclose with it to make it uh, palatable. Do they get the free men of Clausen's heating and cooling calendar or is that? Yeah, that hasn't been created yet. Yeah, we haven't created that quite yet, but I'm writing that down as you speak. (laughs) That might be the next thing. we we do we might we might give away um you know we do have promotional stuff where from time to time we'll do something with a thermostat or something like that but most of the time people recognize that value in the cap program and if it's explained and our team does a phenomenal job uh, of explaining the benefits of it and I'll, and you know how many cap members just off the top of your head do we have about 1600 yeah so okay. I mean, yeah so well there's there's a benefit to the customers what's a benefit to you of, of of making sure that you get out there and see your customers more often yeah yeah and, and again we're, we're really it's really for the customer it's mm-hmm. it's not for us we're trying to give a product out there that's again proactive and so let us help you uh, keep that system running a long and efficient because you know we've seen the studies if there's no preventative maintenance the efficiency curve they call it goes way down after just initially four to five years after a new system it starts to degrade if there's no preventative maintenance just like a car would if you yeah. didn't do any of that it would start to degrade well, i guess the 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 reason i asked the benefit to you is i imagine it's a lot easier to walk into somebody's house you've been to before yeah. it's it's somebody you know calls for maintenance because they need it right now they can't remember who they called last time so right. now that that comfort conversation that you reference, Brent, it, if you walk in and you know Jim and Sue and oh. you, you know their home already, it probably makes it a lot easier walking in you know, with some background. A lot of it is, is building a relationship with them and, and with, the, with their system. And it, it, makes, it makes everything easier to have that conversation to, hey, last time I was here, this is, this is what was going on. Are you still, are you still feeling that? Or... Um, How's everything, how's everything been running? And a lot of the conversation is outside of the equipment because we've, we have that relationship where yep. we have 
so we, we have some sort of common ground yeah. and discuss it from there. Well, it sounds like a great way to save time and money. Yeah. This is the way I'm hearing. Yeah, it. we think so. Yeah. So it saves time on your end. It saves time on the, the homeowner's end and, mm. and really makes a, a big impact on that. Yeah. Anything that we missed on the service <laughs> side of, of things? I mean, it sounds like, you know, certainly make the call earlier than later. When you hear that ticking sound, that means uh, that you've got some sort of time bomb there. Uh, don't wait until it explodes. Yeah. If you've got, you know, uh, a, a need to do some, some maintenance, Join the CAP program. It's a mm-hmm. great way to, you know, really build that relationship and save yourself a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. Then the other thing is, if you are upgrading to a new system, you're going to have additional tools on top of just having better performance. Mm-hmm. You're going to have the tools to help maintain everything. Is that kind yeah. of a pretty good summary? Yeah, that's everything? a pretty good summary. Do uh, I got a job on it, the, as a CSR? Yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> I need you to fill out an application. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it no, wouldn't no, be a CSR. Good. I'm going to put you in a truck. Uh, <laughs> I would look good in a truck. You know, the only thing I would add, and I can add it from my perspective and the company, is that these guys, uh, Brent and his team, they, they truly care about the customers. So what I mean by that is it, this is, it's not just, okay, another service call to customer A and then I go to customer B and I go to customer C. They, when something fails and a customer is uncomfortable, they really do wear that to a certain point on them. They really do take that to heart. And many times in my office, I will hear conversations in Brent's office about, yeah, this customer is going through this and, and I'm really feeling for him, uh, whether it's we can't get the part in time or we're, we're waiting for something else to occur or it, they truly care about the customer. I know that that sounds like it's everybody cares about the customer, but I listen to these guys and you can hear it in their voice. One of the things that I think you both said earlier, I think that's important too, is it it feels very much like your customer service and your service department is not a de facto extension of your sales department. You aren't going on service calls trying to get somebody into a new piece of equipment. No. You're trying to make them comfortable in the house that they have with the budget that they have and with the equipment that they have. Yeah. I, yeah. We, and I think Brent would agree, we, we actually go over the top to make sure that they feel like we're not trying to get you to do anything. We're trying to consult with you, give you our advice, our perspective, our expertise, and help you make a decision that's best for you. Because like Brent alluded to, there's so many variables, how long they're going to be in the house, their financial status, uh, how they look at their system. is so many variables. All we try to do is help them round up those variables to come away with the best decision for them. That's really it. Well, fantastic. Gentlemen, I enjoyed the time. Uh, We will get another uh, conversation uh, coming to you very soon for the Closet and Heating and Cooling Podcast. If you did hear us mention, uh, there are a couple others out there. If you want to hear a little bit more about indoor air quality, that is a big topic, especially we just went through the spring. um, But, you know, as the seasons change, so does your indoor air quality. Uh, We had a conversation about variable speed. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about zone heating, which I really enjoyed. So there's there's a lot of information out there. So uh, go back and listen to those episodes uh, if yeah. they intrigue you. And if you have any other questions, obviously, give us a call. That's right. Or visit our website, www.clossonheating.com. Love that you do the yeah. www. Love that. Got yeah. to, I got to put that in there. I've enjoyed that ever since it came out. Perfect. Call it the interweb, right? Is All that right. the older you, way to do it? Same phone number for uh, service yeah. and sales? Yeah, same phone number, 503-618-9000. 
9646. And if you're doing this correctly, you do it twice. Yeah, 503-618-9646. Did we remind everybody to get a pen? Yeah, grab a pen. Write it down. Go to our website. We'd love to take care of you. That's the bottom line. And thank you very much for listening to the Clausen Heating and Cooling Podcast. Uh, We will be back soon with another episode. Thank you for listening to the Clausen Heating and Air Conditioning Podcast. If you have more questions about today's topic or want to see how Clausen can make your home more comfortable, call 503-618-9646 or go to ClausenHeating.com.